Hello, everyone, and welcome back to New Earth Net Worth. Today is part two of our four-part masterclass series on really re-identifying or re-analyzing uh, what it really means to be successful, to how we are going to measure success from the fifth dimension. So in part one, we talked about the assets, right? We talked about knowledge, the right knowledge that you need to start filling your mind with the majority of the time. So in your business, you should be spending time accumulating new knowledge, right? The right knowledge. So obviously listening to this podcast or attending this masterclass series is definitely part of creating more assets in your business. Uh, Then we talked about the heart, right? Our love, for our kismet client. Our kismet client is part of who we are. We should love them. And that creates that heart activation. And then we talked about the fire, right? The Sophia light within us. And that really being that that universal motivation to keep us really in alignment with our assignment, all right? So today, we're going to get into the liabilities. Uh, The liabilities uh, are an important equation, part of this equation of finding the net worth, right? Because assets minus liabilities equals your net income. So instead of measuring it from your, you know, traditional, from your profit and loss, like your accounts uh, receivable, how much sales you're making and, and whatnot, and, and or even the expenses like your phone bill or um, the, the your rent. We're going to look at the real liabilities. Um, these have to do with what I'm going to call the phantoms. All right. And I'm going to, it's going to take me two episodes to really break this down. But today we're going to be talking about the lower self and the phantoms that attach to our lower self that prevent us from truly becoming successful new earth leaders. So let's go ahead and get into what I mean by the lower self. So we all have a lower self. It's also known as the personality. Okay, it's really part of the egoic part of ourself, right? How we feel about ourselves, what do we think about our emotions, our physical behaviors, uh, what our emotions and thoughts, how they drive those behaviors. So I want to break down exactly what I mean by this, because the majority of business owners today are stuck in the lower self. They don't even have access to the higher faculties, which we're going to talk about in part three on becoming virtuous. Okay. This is about becoming morally excellent. All right. So today we're going to focus primarily on the liabilities that have to, that come with the lower self or the personality. Now, when we are stuck in the lower self with no access to the higher self, we become very material oriented. All right. So this is intentional. Our society, our culture, our government, the way that we have been taught in our education system, how the world has been run, has been this obsession with the material things in life. Right. Consumerism, money, um, things that we accumulate like houses, cars, clothing, labels. All of these things are 
attractive to the people who are stuck in the lower levels of their consciousness or the lower self. They are attached to their personality. So as we go through this journey of becoming new earth leaders and starting to value what true net worth is, which is sacred knowledge, which is being in divine flow with our assignment, which is to be morally and ethically aligned to for the greater good of all. Once we reach that pinnacle in our work, we will have illuminated our Sophia light. I will cover that in part three. So in order for us to really understand, like, are we stuck in the lower self or are we going back and forth into our higher self and then dropping back down into the lower self. So this is going to be um, a journey to really becoming self-aware, to be self-aware about what we're thinking about, right? What uh, feelings, right? What emotions and feelings are coming up on a, on a regular basis and how that dictates our behaviors. All right. So I want to just kind of clarify what happened, how a behavior comes to be. Firstly, it starts with a thought. Okay. These thoughts create feelings. All right. So if the majority of the time we're thinking in scarcity, like we feel insecure, we don't feel confident, we feel upset, we don't feel good enough, we feel shameful, guilt, all of those lower level consciousness, which I like to call phantoms. Okay. So anything that is attached to us is dictating how we then feel. So when we know what we're thinking about, if we're thinking I'm not good enough, or I'm not confident enough, or I'm too insecure to talk this way, or I'm not um, feeling well, I'm feeling exhausted or fatigued, that's going to dictate our emotions. That's going to teach us how we're feeling, right? So these thoughts, it starts in the mind, right? We have to not only control, I know everyone says to control their thoughts. I want you to be mindful of your thoughts. Are your thoughts coming from the light, from the Sophia part of yourself, right? Like energized, right? Are you feeling like good about who you are? And if we're thinking good thoughts authentically, not just this fake it till we make it, but if we're thinking good thoughts, like, I know I can do this. I've never done this before, but I know I'm, I can do this. Or are we saying, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. There's no way I could do that. If we start with the wrong thought, then the natural phantom that, it, that is in congruency or the same frequency as that thought will attach to you. Okay, so let me give you an example. So I'm teaching this class, right? I'm not really using a lot of notes. I've got a couple of things written down here, but I am trusting that my Sophia light is going to come through me and what I am sharing today is going to be impactful, right? But if I showed up today saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to forget what I'm going to say. I don't know if I can do this. My heart's racing out of my chest. Like, I'm so scared about how people are going to judge me, you know, then I'm going to, what I'm doing when I'm thinking that I'm calling upon a phantom. I'm calling upon the phantom that is insecurity, 
lack of confidence, um, feelings of not good enough. Like these are phantoms that attach. So all of these, the quality of your thoughts bring about phantoms or they bring about Sophia energy. Okay. Sometimes you can refer to these as dark entities or light entities. So it's very important that you become mindful of what you are thinking about because the quality of your thoughts are a liability or an asset. You're either going to call upon the light entities, the Sophia divine wisdom within you and trust this process, which I will talk more about in part three, as we start to open the portal to the higher mind, but, or we're going to call upon a phantom. Now here's the thing about the phantoms. Okay. These are huge liabilities as you're running your business and going out there and sharing your divine wisdom. When a phantom attaches to you, when you start thinking thoughts that are out of alignment with your assignment, a phantom goes, oh, great, I'm in, like, I'm going to get fed today. So I usually give the analogy of yeast overgrowth. Some of you guys um, you know about um, the candida cleanse. You guys have heard of the leaky gut syndrome. Okay, so let me just give this metaphor so you can really understand like phantoms are like the yeast, all right? And when the phantom gets fed through your low vibrational thoughts, the phantom comes in and starts to feed off of that low vibrational thought. And as you continue the cycle of thinking those negative thoughts or those low vibrational thoughts, that phantom gets bigger. Now think about yeast overgrowth. When people have leaky gut or they have um, bloating and they just don't feel good in their gastrointestinal system, they eat sugar and the sugar feeds the yeast. It's the same exact process. So once the phantom has attached, like once you've started this cycle of thinking about things that are low consciousness, like being insecure, like feeling shamed, like feeling afraid, fearful, the phantom comes in and attaches. And you don't actually get rid of the, just because you stop thinking about the thought doesn't mean the phantom goes away. The phantom sits there and goes, okay, cool. I'm, I'm satiated for now, right? So it kind of sits back. You know, and it kind of like waits for you to think about another low vibrational thought that's in a, in the vibration of what that, where that phantom is. Right. And then it goes, great. There's another thought. So it starts feeding again. So what you're actually doing when you're thinking these low vibrational thoughts about yourself, about others, about the world or whatever, this phantom gets bigger and the bigger it gets the more infested your consciousness becomes. Now, if you've ever had candida overgrowth, you know that it's actually kind of difficult to cleanse the gut. Like it's actually, you have to be very disciplined to reduce your you know, sugar intake. You have, to, you have to starve it. You actually have to starve the yeast in order for the yeast to go away. So you have to adopt, if you really want to be a new earth leader and help to shape mankind, you have to not only have willpower not to feed it, willpower will only take you so far because the will, willpower is associated 
with the lower self, but it's actually spiritual will, which we'll talk about in part three, that is the internal motivation to do it. So willpower says, I will not eat sugar. I will not eat sugar, right? I will not feed the phantom. I will not feed the phantom, right? That's like, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to, with all my grip. And then what happens? The cravings start kicking in, right? The neural pathway from that low vibrational thought, it's so common and ingrained in you that you can't help but go revisit it again. So then the phantom gets fed again. So what happens when you start to um, entertain these low vibrational thoughts, eventually they become emotions, okay? So it's not just a negative thought. It's not just a low vibrational thought. Now you're actually adding in another element, which is feeling. And feeling is so potent, okay? It's like adding a concentrated, you know, serum of those thoughts. Okay. Now it's a concentrated little tincture that you're literally dropping on the phantom. It's like, you're giving them like superfoods to feed them and keep them growing like gremlins. Okay. So not, we have to be mindful of what we're thinking about, because if we think something long enough, it will turn into an emotion or a feeling. Okay. It'll turn into lethargy, right? Irritability, right? It'll turn into massive insecurity that manifests through our emotions, right? Chronic crying, feeling sorry for ourselves, being anger, angry, but unproductive angry, right? Taking, lashing out at somebody, hurting another, right? Think about, here's another example. Think about a troll, okay? Somebody who trolls people on social media, like YouTube channels and, and Instagram and all this stuff, right? They are infested with phantoms. They are infested. That means that they, are, they have cut off their portal to their higher self and they're living solely in the lower self, which is the personality, and their consciousness is infested with these phantoms because these, these low vibrational thoughts that they think all the time have become an emotion. And emotion exacerbated the thought. So it's now, so I want you to think about your body, okay? This vessel, this physical vessel that houses part of your soul, right? Your spirit is in the astral realm. Your soul is in your body. But, you know, we have a very dynamic um, Merkaba and ability to reach other realms instantly. But I want you to just think about your body right now. And there are seven layers, okay, that house around your body, right? Like a, like a cell membrane, which is a seven-layer auric field, okay? When your aura, right, when you are infested with phantoms, right? From the thought, now their emotions, they're exacerbated. And these phantoms are taking over your consciousness. They eat at your aura. That's how they're getting in. Okay. So this seven layer dip, okay. The seven layer dip of your aura 
the phantoms are getting in through the through the holes, the porousness. So to go back to the example of the candida overgrowth. What happens when you have candida overgrowth? You your your intestinal lining becomes porous, which is how the toxins get into the body, right? Which is what creates immunity issues and so forth, right? So that's exactly what is happening on a macro level in this example, right? As above, so below, as inside, as without, right? In without. So this auric field starts to get holes and it makes it that much easier for the phantoms to go, oh, great. I can just like go hang out with her for a while, right? Until they're infested. They're infested with this low vibrational consciousness. So the thought eventually becomes the emotion until the emotion becomes a behavior, all right? So we're actually in kind of big trouble when that thought eventually becomes a behavior, okay? I wanna use the example of people that cut themselves, okay? That's a behavior. It started out with a thought, it turned into an emotion, and then it became an action, right? A behavior of actually physically hurting themselves right? So these behaviors, they start in the mind. So a behavior is, it is either right or wrong. Okay. A lot of people don't like to draw things in the sand, but Sophia cosmology says that there is a right and there is a wrong. Okay. There is the truth. And then there is the not truth. Okay. There are things that are good. And then there are things that are evil and people want to be very subjective about these, these lines in the sand, but behaviors is as long as they are not hurting another person or yourself, then they would fall into a healthy habit, right? A healthy behavior. But when it starts to hurt yourself or another, it's an unhealthy behavior. And with all the unhealthy behaviors is really just synonymous with an infestation of phantoms. These phantoms, whatever you want to call them, I usually just call them words, right? Like, like unproductive anger, depression, anxiety, hate, fear, shame, guilt. These are the phantoms. These are the liabilities that prevent you from truly stepping into your leadership, to stepping into the fifth dimensional leadership to, to play out your assignment, to fulfill your soul contracts. So if we're not mindful from the get-go, if we do not have mindfulness as a habit, right? Every day we're paying attention as we're doing what we're doing. So for example, waking up in the morning, what's the first thing you think about? What's the first thing you think about in the morning? And then you start to train yourself. Okay, I just woke up. I feel exhausted. Okay, so there's the first thought that starts the day. Okay, a low vibrational, I'm exhausted, I'm irritable. You know, the, the lawnmower woke me up. I'm pissed off, you know, whatever it ends up being, right? So there's nothing bad about a thought until it becomes a regular occurrence and turns into an emotion. So you can easily become mindful 
of what you're thinking about and be like, you know what? You need to calm down, Angel. Okay. You really need to calm down. You can, you get, normally you get really good sleep. Maybe this time you didn't. Tough it out. You'll be okay. Right. So you got to like find way, like the self talk to kind of get yourself moving. Right. Otherwise, you're going to invite these invisible forces into your conscious field, into your auric field. And we don't want that because what we're looking to do as new earth leaders is to radiate our light, to become magnetic, right? The people out there who are focused on measuring their success by the material cosmology, right? By, by the, by stuff, by money, by how many customers they have, by the numbers that are on the P&Ls and the balance sheets, when they're stuck in this lower level of consciousness. So when you measure things from that way, you naturally aren't, you aren't using your natural superpower, which is your Sophia light. So what those people have to do to maintain their so-called success is they have to be doing ads right? They, they cannot naturally attract those that they're wanting to uh, serve because they're still stuck in the lower self. They're still st- stuck in their ego self. They're still stuck in their personality. They're still stuck in, I have to do all these things in order to be successful. But I'm going to tell you right now, my philosophy, Sophia Cosmology says that if you create the rainbow bridge between the lower self and the higher self. When you create, and I, it's a star. Okay. It's, it's really your Merkaba. When you, when you merge those two things, you become magnetic, you radiate. So opportunities, circumstances, clients, people, it it sounds like this make-believe world, but it's, it's not, it's true. When you illuminate your Sophia light, people will seek you out. You won't even know how. You will think, oh, I got to be on social media. Oh, I got to. I have had clients numerous times that are not on social media be like, I just found a a local community and I got a couple clients from it. They're not even using social. It's because of their light, right? So we're going to talk about how to illuminate that light by creating that rainbow bridge. We'll talk about becoming virtuous and morality. So I want to go back to behavior for a second here, okay? Because behavior. What I said is either good or bad. It's either true or untrue. It's either moral or immoral. Okay, so we're either on the path to virtue, to moral excellence, or we're moving farther away from it. Phantoms do not want you to do moral things. It doesn't get fed that way. They're stuck in a lower level consciousness. It's like, think about like, think about someone who just doesn't get it. You know, I usually use the example of like, let's say that you're dating somebody and you guys get in a disagreement or something hurt your feelings or something happened, right? I always say, ask them this one question and it will answer if the relationship is even, even worth pursuing. All right. And this goes back to the behavior, but let me just give this this example. So let's say that Sally tells Charles, 
you know, that really hurt my feeling that, you know, you made that comment about my outfit the other day and, you know, really hurt my feelings and made me feel like you just like, you don't like my body or something. Okay. Right. Whatever. And Charles comes back and just, and just says, I don't know why you're being like, so obsessed about like what you look like, like you should feel confident the way you are. It's not my problem that you feel insecure. Okay. So if the next thing that she says, so he's obviously deflected, right? What she's just said to him. And she says, let me just ask you a question. Can you at least see where I'm coming from? When I said that that hurt my feelings, can you, can you at least see where I'm coming from? And if the answer is no, if the answer is no, I, I honestly, I just can't. I don't know why you would care about the comment. It seems trivial. You're not in the same frequency. You're not in the same frequency. You cannot make somebody be at the same frequency as you, okay? So when your behaviors are immoral, right? You're copying people. You're lying about things. You're lying about how successful you are, right? I mean, who knows all these like internet marketers, right? Like saying all these things. When you have immoral behavior, your consciousness will only attract other people who are stuck in the lower self as well. That's why I always say, from my methodology, you're here to serve kismet clients and your kismet clients are in the fourth dimension. Okay. They're not in the third dimension because the people that are in the third dimension are still stuck in the lower self. They're stuck in the personality. They're stuck in the ego. They're stuck with the infestation of phantoms. So they're not attracting their kismet clients. They're attracting transactions. That's all they're, they're, they're li- it's literally just a transaction, right? That's why they spend all this money on ads. That's why, you know, they treat people just like, look how many sales I got. It's never about, look at the amazing transformations that um, I got with my client, Charles, who's, you know, now going through this process of becoming more mindful of how he speaks to his girlfriend, Sally, right? Like it has to come from a genuine place, but the only way that you reach that level is if you create the rainbow bridge into the higher self. So we don't actually have to do business the way that business has been taught traditionally, right? That we have to do these certain things, right? We have to have all the bells and whistles. We have to have the software. We have to have the sales page. We have to have the sales copy, we have to have the sales funnel, we have to have the mailing list, we have to spend money on ads, we have to have this big formula. But that formula leaves out the magnetism. It's leaving out the easiest part of success is to just radiate your light. And authentic moral behavior is the first step. So we have to go from what we're thinking about to how we feel to making sure that that lines up to a moral behavior, right? We want to get into the habit 
of doing things that are not just right for us. This is very important. When you make your business all about you, right? How successful you are, how much money you're making, you, 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 right? When it's all about you, you're stuck in the lower self. Morality says what is good for the greater, for humanity, for the greater good. So every action that we do, all of our behaviors needs to go back to how does this serve my kismet client? Not just how much money am I, is on my sales goal spreadsheet this month. Nope. It's what am I doing to better serve my kismet clients? And then you go and revisit your assets. What new knowledge have I accumulated this week, this month, this quarter that I, that's going to make me that much more of a potent leader for my kismet clients? What can I do to take better care of myself so that I can be a better leader for my kismet clients? So when we're stuck in the selfishness of the lower self, right, that we become self-consumed. I'm going to give you guys one more example, and then we're going to wrap up for today. I want you to think about astrology, okay? One of the things that we do in the Sophia Rising Leadership Academy is we spend a good portion uh, really getting to know your astrological birth chart. Because when you can see yourself objectively, this is very difficult for most people, right? Most people look at themselves up in the mirror and they're like, they can just see what they can see, but they don't see in the peripheral. But when you look at your astrological birth chart, you're looking at yourself from a bird's eye view. And in astrology, Aries, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Sagittarius is the ninth sign of the zodiac. Okay, so all the signs in between Aries and Sagittarius is a cycle of the self, meaning think about the womb and a woman growing a baby in her womb, right? That's about to be birthed, the nine month cycle of creation. Okay, now this is metaphorically, obviously, but from Aries to Sagittarius, we're learning about the self. We're learning about what do we think about? What are we passionate about? How do we feel about ourselves? What are we researching about ourselves? Like everything that happens, happens in this nine cycles. But to be a new earth leader begins with Capricorn. Because what happens when you get to the 10th sign of the Zodiac is you start to see the big picture. It's no longer just about you. It's no longer just about you. And by the time you get to Aquarius, you realize that you're here for humanity. And then when you get to Pisces, you're reflecting on what lessons you haven't learned from that entire cycle. So this is not to say that, you know, if you're Aries, you're still stuck in yourself. And no, I'm giving the example of behaviors. When your behaviors finally graduate to the Capricorn archetype, meaning that it is not just about you. If it's only going to be about you and how much money you want to make, 
and how many cars you want to buy and how much handbags you want to get and how many vacations you're going to travel to. And you want to have this freedom lifestyle and, and only work and get all this passive income. Me, 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 me. Then you will always stay in that lower self. You will be cut off from your intuition. You will be cut off from your spiritual will. You will be cut off from your higher mind. And that is not a new earth leader. A new earth leader is here on an assignment to improve this planet. Yes, we have to work on ourselves. That's the lower self. We have to, we have to be mind, we have to be conscious about what we're thinking about and how we feel and what our behaviors. But we also have to look at and be honest with ourselves. Wow. I've built a pretty strong relationship with unproductive anger. I've built a pretty strong relationship with uh, lacking of confidence. Like I've made, like you've made friends with your phantoms and this creates justification. People love to justify their behaviors because they've made friends with a phantom. We're not going to make friends with the phantom. I'm sorry, but the phantom's got to go. The phantoms need to be starved. They're a liability. They're a liability on your 5D balance sheet. They are preventing you from illuminating your Sophia light so that you can become magnetic. So you don't need all the bells and whistles to be successful at your mission. I'm going to leave it there, you guys. Some things to think about. If you're interested in learning more about the Rainbow Bridge, I just completed a new course called Creed is Greater Than Greed. If you want to check that out, it's available on my website. It's a nine-module course. It's really about reprogramming the mind, getting you truly in alignment with your authentic self, and creating a credence for yourself. Like, what do you believe in? What is your morality? And how do you create the rainbow bridge so that you become that illuminated self? So I want to at least leave you with that. Um, and then next time, we're going to be talking about becoming virtuous. We're going to be talking about the higher self, the spiritual will that encompasses that higher self, the higher mind, and your intuition. So I'm looking forward to that uh, class with you guys. Until next time, have a beautiful rest of your day. And as always, stay sacred. Bye now.